summer in Scottsdale. It's that hot. How hot? Triple digit, fry an egg on the sidewalk, stick your head in the freezer hot, and we wouldn't have it any other way. You see, when summer arrives in Scottsdale, all kinds of wonderful happens. Resort rates dip into the next day another night territory. Celebrity DJs eat up the whole party scene, and local musicians jam under the stars. And that's just for starters. Book resort rates What's up, my Norman Newsies? This is John. And this is Forrest. Welcome in. As you can tell, it's a <laughs> special episode. <laughs> we had a little bit of residual commercial there, maybe. Technical difficulties. <laughs> All right. This is a special episode. It's our last one before our draft. So that's a little Scottsdale commercial to get everybody in the mood for Scottsdale hey, Forrest, this weekend. I have a question. What's up, John? What are the only two seasons in Phoenix, Arizona? I don't know. What are they? Hot and hotter. <laughs> All right. We're ready for We're the heat. We're a hot start. <laughs> yes, we are. So, before we really get into the meat of the show, I just wanted to start out by apologizing to all of our uh, loyal listeners about our short hiatus here. We've been pretty busy, unable to record for a while. We're not going to be able to fit every league member into an episode before the draft. So today we're kind of covering the other six, the other half of the league that we haven't previewed yet. Uh, We'll get people on throughout the season with a chance to get on the show. Uh, We also have kind of a new show format. It's not much different, but we're going to try to do everything in one shot. Less editing, and it'll just be a lot easier to record and put them out. So we're coming in a little bit more prepared than usual because I'm not going to edit out all of our mistakes. We're live, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. So upcoming show plans. You know, the draft is this weekend, and we're going to do a post-draft show. And like I said, we'll continue to have guests throughout the season. During the season, we're going to do one episode a week. So we'll get plenty of chances to have people on and get some good guest appearances here. So, John, how hot is it in Scottsdale? Force, you start putting the ice cubes in your waterbed. <laughs> All right. I don't think we're going to have any waterbeds at the Airbnb, unfortunately. But we'll bring some ice nonetheless. There we go. So, like I said earlier, our it's been a while since we recorded, so we've got some news to cover. Lots have happened in the past, well, I guess it's been almost a month now since we recorded. First of all, yeah. and most importantly, football's back. It's preseason, but, you know, it's football. John, have you watched any preseason? To be honest, I have not watched any preseason yet. None at all. Nope, nothing. Yeah, I haven't watched much. Uh, the backups are still playing, so until I see some first-team reps, then I'm not really going to tune in. Yeah, preseason, I always get really excited for kickoff, and then I watch the first drive or two, and I realize that it's not actually very exciting. Yeah, it's basically high school football. <laughs> right. Um, so... We do have football in our lives, though. We've got something to watch, something to look at. 
Um, along with that, though, is the negative. We've got a lot of injuries around the league. It seems like pretty much everyone in the league is listed as questionable right now. I looked at the injury reports earlier today, and there are some, you know, really high, highly drafted guys who are dealing with injuries. Cam Akers, of course, is out for the season. Uh, Saquon Barkley's dealing with injury. Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson on the Colts Ooh, are both deal- dealing with injury, which that sucks. That affects Jonathan Taylor. Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith are dealing with injuries. So the Saints, I don't even know who they're going to pass the ball to. Dak Prescott has aggravated his shoulder, it seems like. Amari Cooper's dealing with injury. It's not a cause for concern. There's no need to worry. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we, we got just an, MRI. an MRI. <laughs> MRI, but everything's fine. <laughs> Precautionary MRI. I get I get those every now and then. Hey, well, sure. what do you expect whenever you're a doctor that runs out onto the field is wearing a cowboy hat every time? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. One of the top three tight ends, Darren Waller, is dealing with an injury, and then uh, exciting rookie Devonte Smith at the for the Eagles. He'll be out for a little bit too, so I don't know who they're going to pass to really either. Yeah, they won't. <laughs> so that's. Kind of our football news and other news just in this last week we've got two new members of the league got engaged to be married uh, Zade proposed to his girl and then we had Connor propose both women accepted the proposal so that's exciting news it's awesome it's great news and I'm I'm just curious to see does Connor end up getting one more ring this year from his Cleveland Brownies? You know, <laughs> it's ring season. I think that's for sure. <laughs> congrats ring to everybody. Season. All right. Yeah. Congratulations guys. That's a lot of fun. Looking forward to going to those weddings. Next on our news. I'll let you kind of talk about it because I got lost in it. Garrett and John, Decided to trade draft picks. Garrett was drafting number one overall. John was number nine, I believe. And they originally just swapped straight up. Garrett didn't want the first overall pick. So he traded with John to number nine. And then just recently, they traded again back to their original spots, but only after the first round. Because Garrett wants to be at the turn, right? Yeah, this is – well. Really, how it works is there's one more trade that we have to make next week. So this is just like basically halfway done right now. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to make this as confusing <laughs> as possible. So I mean, shit. I basically, believe Garrett texted me back. He probably back a month ago, um, convincing me to take the number one pick, which I just didn't really care. Like wherever I am, I am, and I just go with it. I don't think it really matters too much most of the time. Um, you can find any kind of, you know, method to where you're drafting to follow. Um, obviously, it's going to you'll, – you'll do better or worse depending on where you pick, but it's a lot of luck involved no matter what. But um, so he talked me into taking the first pick, and now I'm like, you know, he, he gave me a lot of reasons for why it's a good place to be, and I didn't want to move back from it, and he really wanted his – 
picks to be back to back is what he is wanting. So right. basically what we did is we reversed the trade. So I'm back to my original pick and he is back to his original pick, which I think I was nine. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he was pick one. So now we're back to that. And basically, I'm keeping pick one, though, in the first round. So we traded our first round picks for each other and then traded our six round picks for each other. So basically, I'm going to be, what, the third to last pick in round or fourth to last pick in round one or round. <laughs> this is very <laughs> difficult to explain. I know yeah. what it is, but <laughs> it's just that I'm going to be picking the ninth pick in every other round but yeah then i will be the fourth pick every other round except round one i'm pick one so basically i'm going to be able to pick pick one and then i'll also be pick 16 which is pick four of round two rather than pick nine of round two yeah so it does see, that, benefit me up think. with first rounders i basically yeah. have almost two first round picks I think that gives you a really big advantage. Uh, yeah, I think I'm definitely going to win it all. <laughs> you, you can know, tell you, I've been usually... studying and preparing a lot because I had to ask you if I was the ninth pick. Or right. <laughs> you know, usually I just have a podcast. Right. The people <laughs> with the first overall pick have to wait. Right. Know, Twenty-three more picks until they can yeah. pick again. You only have to wait fifteen more. So, yeah, so I mean, I basically killed Garrett like I destroyed <laughs> him I just totally out footballed his football mind so right you're giving up a six rounder uh yeah to make, to make up valuable. for it yeah but I don't know I, I I'd swap six round picks for first round pick any day of the week yeah six round is when I feel like after rounds two and three personal bias starts to come into play for everybody where it's not just the elite guys so really I feel like you know if you're, if you have a guy that you want in rounds like six, seven, eight, I feel like you have a pretty shot, good shot of getting them because you kind of know who everybody else is going to get in the first three rounds for sure who's going to be gone. And there's always, you know, undervalued players that might be able to uh, make it your way, fall to you later on in the draft. But who knows? We'll see. I'm excited for it, though. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out, actually, while we're drafting. I hope we can remember what to do to make it work. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it'll, be, it'll be confusing with the draft stickers, so we'll <laughs> have to uh, sharpie over my name or something. Right. So, talking about the draft, uh, today we're recording on Sunday, August 15th. The draft is next Saturday. So, we're less than a week away. And we're doing it in Scottsdale, like we said. I heard Scottsdale's going to be hot, John. Do you know how hot? You know what, Forrest? I heard that Satan took the day off. It's going to be that hot. <laughs> well, that could be good news for us. But That's true. <laughs> Unless you're an Arizona State Sun Devil. Right. So we'll move along and go into our league member previews. We've been able to have six of the league members on the show so far in our first seven episodes. We've got, obviously, six more. That's including you and me. Uh, we're just not going to have time to get them all on before the draft, so we're just going to kind of go over 
each league member right now and talk a little bit about them, introduce them, talk about how they've done in the past and a little bit about what's coming for them this season. We'll start off with our first uh, engaged, uh, newly engaged man of the week, Zade. So Zade, the last five years, has gone five and eight, six and seven, four and nine, six and seven, and seven and six. That's last season, getting his first winning season in the league was last year. So usually Zade is a pretty quality opponent. I feel like he loses a lot of close games. Uh, and I know definitely at least last year he got unlucky with injury. He lost Christian McCaffrey and Dak to injury last year. He drafted both of them. And then in 2019, he drafted Andrew Luck 30 minutes before he retired from the sport of football. So, uh, you know, he's got the number two pick this year, uh, picking in between you and me. Well, I guess only in the first round. You, you're switching picks after the first round. but Right. Yeah. yeah, we'll see where he goes with the number two pick. I think that you're probably taking Christian McCaffrey first, and I expect him to take Dalvin Cook second. Yeah, uh, I think CMC is definitely locked for me, number one. Um, I'm just curious to see how loyal of a fan Zade is to Oklahoma State if he would uh, try to protest OU's move by refusing to draft any SEC players. (laughs) So I'll be looking for that. We'll see, but I doubt it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, next we've got Connor, our other newly engaged member of the league. The last five years for Connor have been eight and five, four and nine, eight and five, nine and four, five and eight. So a down season last year. Usually he has a pretty solid squad. This year he was uh, slotted to pick at number three, but in May, actually, Connor and I traded picks. I was originally a number 10, and so we switched. He'll now be drafted number 10, and I'll be drafted number three. He was really upset when he figured out that we gave him the third overall pick because uh, we couldn't get a hold of him, and we were picking draft spots. So I think he's happier at number 10. I don't know why, but whatever. All right, next is Peter. Peter is a very variant Fantasy football manager. Last five years, five and eight, ten and three, eight and five, ten and three, and then last year, three and ten. So he's the only league member to have multiple ten win seasons and one of only three league members to have a double digit loss season. And that was last year. He can do it all. Yeah, the good and the bad. You know, even in his good years, though, it seems like he just bitches and moans his way to, into solid finishes. Uh, he, he's, he has slow starts, it seems like, and then... Yeah, he's definitely like the Tom Coughlin of the group <laughs> with his management style. Um, a lot of really frustrated looks, a lot of little quick, you know, snide comments, usually right. about himself, never about anyone else. But <laughs> you know what? He really is just making his way. He climbs that mountain with a... A lot of negativity, but it's paid off, so keep doing your thing, Petey. In 2018, in fact, it paid off in the way of a league championship. So he won the league back then in 2018. 
And then last year, he drafted both Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson in the first <laughs> five rounds. Uh, he picks number 11 this year. And I really hope he doesn't take two quarterbacks in the first five rounds again. But you never know. We'll see. Yeah. Next. I mean, the Jaguars, oh. so – he, I, I could see him reaching on Trevor Lawrence, so we'll have to keep an eye on that one, too. Yeah, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence is a hard one to figure out. Uh, I think he probably should be on a roster, but I don't think he's going to be very good for fantasy this year. No. Yeah, I agree. Next up, we've got OC, O'Claris. His last five years, 7-6, and 5-8, and 8-5. Eight, eight Four and nine, and last year nine and four. So he's been a league champion in our official league in 2016. He also won it the year prior in 2015, but that's kind of our pre-merger. Uh, doesn't really count as an official championship unless you actually ask O'Claris himself. He's also a two-time runner-up, including last year. He lost a hunter in the championship game last year. Uh, he does have a pattern though. Over the last five years. He's had a good season, bad season, good season, bad season. Last year was a good season for him, so if it continues, then it'll, it should be a down year. We'll see if he can buck the pattern and have another good, solid year to follow up last year. He picks at number four. Yeah, I mean, I expect OC to be back competing again, so I'd be surprised if he has a down year. Yeah, you know – He's always got pretty high expectations, I think, just because he's uh, been a champion and he's you know multiple-time runner-up. So he does that actually, a lot, but he also does have those down years. I actually have I – need, I need to conduct a study. I need Garrett to do uh, run some numbers on an Excel spreadsheet. I'm curious to see if there's any correlation with your personal team that you're a fan of sucking in real life and how well you do playing fantasy that season. Cause I, I just have a feeling that once your team sucks more, you do better at fantasy football because you Al- just, Alvino you, you would don't... Beg to differ. <laughs> I mean, the, the Texans have been decent lately. So he sucked ass for that reason. <laughs> uh, I think you're being generous to the Texans, but. Yeah, well, I'm just also selfishly hoping that's what it makes for the Eagles with their <laughs> upcoming five or six win season. Yeah, that would be nice. It seems right to me. I feel like whenever somebody has a team that's really good, well, actually, you know what? We don't really have anyone in our group that roots for a really good team. Maybe the Bills last year with Garrett. Yeah. Yeah, I he guess was really that's good. About it. Yeah. And the Browns were pretty good last year. Yeah. So we'll see if that holds up for you this year because you're the next person we're talking about. John, in oh, your wow. five years in the league, you've gone five and eight, four and nine, six and seven, six and seven, and four and nine. You have never finished with a winning record. Yeah, we're getting there. Baby steps. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, it, you might love the Eagles too much. I know you always say you don't draft Eagles players, but I just. I'm not sure. I don't draft Eagles players in the first ten rounds, (laughs) unless it's like Zach Ertz back when he was a premier tight end. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. I have a whole different strategy this year. It's <laughs> it's right. basically the the thing is I'm still winging it for the most part, but my strategy will be to draft less Eagles players. So right. I won't have more than two on my roster. Okay. Like we talked about earlier, you've got the first overall pick, but then after the first round, you're not drafting in that slot anymore. Uh, right. We've already tried to discuss it, and I don't know how successful we were exactly. But Yeah, so I'll the first pick, <laughs> and then I have the the 16th pick. Yeah, so that should set you up pretty nicely in the first two rounds. Yeah. It, if you don't blow it, then your team should be pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and that brings us to our last league member to talk about, which is me, Forrest. In the last five years, I've gone seven and six, ten and three, seven and six, six and seven, four and nine. I was a runner-up in 2016 and 2019. Last year was my worst year so far. Uh, Just tried to be too cute in the draft and with some trades early on in the season. I definitely dug my own grave last year. Uh, This year I picked third overall after trading my original spot at number 10 with Connor. I'm excited. Uh, After doing a lot of mocks, then I feel pretty confident in my strategy. But I know that our league is pretty unpredictable. So we'll see if I can actually stick with it or if it's going to be completely derailed again. And well, that's if all you do poorly, I'm sure nobody will give you shit. So we're all oh, rooting yeah. for you. Right, yeah. <laughs> that That's all of our league members, all 12 of us. Uh, we can move on now just kind of into our last little segment here, talking about the draft, which, again, it's in Scottsdale. I heard Scottsdale's going to be hot. John, do you know how hot? Hot water now comes out of both taps. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be brutal. Yep. Do you have a weather update for us? Anything more specific? Forest, I have a little bit of like a four-day forecast for us. Uh, we're looking at a high of 96 and a low of 78 on Thursday, the arrival day. There's a 3% chance of precipitation, so you might want to bring that rain jacket just in case. Uh, Friday, we're going to have a high of 98 with a low of 78. Saturday, a high of 100 with a low of 78. Sunday, a high of 103 with a low of 81. Now back to you with more from sports. Thank you for the weather update. That was wonderful. You know, not as hot as I expected. Still going to be pretty damn Now, hot. I can tell you what the feels like temperature is. Let's take a look. Yeah, what's our real feel? Mm, actually, you know what? I don't have the data in front of me, so I actually lied. I cannot tell you that. Okay, but there will be a right. nice six-mile-per-hour wind gust from the south to south, southeast um so that'll cool us down a bit yeah and i'm planning on spending a lot of time in the pool yeah you know everything there is designed for warm weather i mean you got pools in every backyard you got you know all the teams playing the dome um oh oh you know what producer said we got to take a commercial real quick we'll be right back Buy a D-backs ticket plan for 2022. Choose from a weekend, series, half, or full-season ticket plan. Text 602-462-4600 or visit dbacks.com. All right, and we're back. 
All right, that was a good ad read. And that kind of brings us up, you know, our first day there on Thursday. We're actually going to a Diamondbacks game there in Phoenix. I was vehemently opposed to it until I found out that they play indoors. So I'm looking forward to it now. And also tickets are like $10 with fees. Right, right. So thank you for our sponsor, Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Yep. I hope they lose. (laughs) Right. I'll be wearing my Phillies jersey. (laughs) Yep, Carlos Ruiz, baby. Yeah, so that's on Thursday. And then Friday, we're going to a preseason NFL game, Cardinals versus Chiefs. Again, in air conditioning, thank God. But that should be pretty fun, too. I've personally never been to an NFL game, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it's a, definitely a different environment than college. Uh, way nicer stadiums, but it'll be good just to, you know, see Kyler Murray hopefully get two or three drives in and uh, probably not going to be a very competitive game. But there will be guys out there trying to make the team. Yeah. The last chances. Yeah, and so finally, kind of as part of our draft preview, I just want to talk about uh, in my role as the judge of the league, then it's my responsibility to keep up with rules and rule changes. And this year at the draft, I'm proposing a few rule changes that are going to be voted on by the league. It's really the word of the week, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, John, I just want you to give me, after I read each rule, I want you to give me a quick temperature reading on it speaking of temperature uh is it going to be hot in scottsdale how hot you know what your car overheats before you drive it unless (laughs) unless you drive i can't think of the name of your car (laughs) but that car i almost said a cruiser that's not right yeah forerunner yeah i hope it doesn't overheat (laughs) (laughs) all right um just give me a quick whether or not you think it will pass. You know, my inclination is that maybe none of these do. Yeah. Uh, our league is pretty opposed. I to think we're going to get at right. least one. There's two or three of those seem like at least 50, 50 shots to me. So, yeah. So the first one that we'll, that I'm going to propose is to remove trade voting. Uh, as of right now in our league, then every trade has to be voted upon by the league. And, if it doesn't pass, then it gets vetoed. And so what this would do is just all trades that are made would go through automatically. If they seem to be obviously egregious and one-sided, then they can be reviewed and overturned by Garrett, the commissioner, and by me, the judge. Uh, I think that people are really wanting that. I know that voting on trades has been something that's kind of been a source of frustration for a lot of people in the league the last few years. So I think that's that one will probably pass. What What's your view on it? I'm all in favor of that. I mean, I think most people will um, vote yes because we really haven't had any experience so far of any collusion. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I feel like that starts a lot of arguments, just voting on trades as people get really – moody whenever their trade does get vetoed but <laughs> yeah definitely. i think it's i think we passed probably 95 percent of the trades that we vote on so 
Yeah. I don't see what's what's five more percent. If people agree to it, they agree to it. Yeah. Second one that I'm a big advocate of is removing kickers. So just eliminating the kicker position. No kickers on rosters. Um, I know that there are some people who really support kickers. Whatever, I guess. If, if they really like kickers, then fine. Uh, I'm just going to ask that we remove them, and we'll see how that vote goes. You got any opinion on that? Yeah, I don't think that one's going to pass. I think that might get, like, three votes for yes. Um, I mean, I don't love kickers, but I love having the wild card. So they're always uh, either make it or break it thing. I mean, I've lost some games because I have a kicker against me who got 16 points. But, you know, sometimes you are down by three points and it's Sunday night football and it's the last player of the week and your guy makes a 50-yard field goal in the fourth quarter and there you go. That's all you need. So I, I like having it. Just is one more, one more thing to be able to keep a watch of because you can get some really nice points from a kicker. I mean, like I said, there's some every other week. There's a guy going off for like 18 points. So you can just you know waiver wire. That's the best thing about kickers is you don't even have to worry really about who you draft unless you get like a top two guy. You can just get lucky with the waiver wire on kickers. It's such a wild card. Yeah, if we keep kickers, I'm not drafting a kicker. I don't give a shit about kickers. Um, wow. So, Zade is first protesting SEC player, so he's going to be SEC free. And right <laughs> now you're saying you're just going to have an open slot. You're going to field eight men each week instead of nine? No, I, I would fill the kicker spot, but I'm not going to waste a draft uh, waste a draft pick on a kicker. I can pick one now, off of waivers. No, I have a question, though. Wouldn't that just be the same thing as drafting them 16th overall? No, because so you're gonna I could, drop I could your get 15th a, guy. Yeah, I could get a crapshoot uh, player there in the last round, and I know what you're saying because if, if someone if gets someone, hurt, maybe if someone gets hurt or something, then I have a free drop. Yeah, so. you love rooting for injuries, so that strategy definitely makes sense for you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Will Lutz, one of the best kickers right now. He's out. Uh, for at least the first few weeks. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Kickers suck. And <laughs> anyway, we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, I'm not too optimistic on it, honestly. Uh, third is adding in a second flex position. So right now we've got one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one flex, a tight end, a kicker, and a DST. So all this would do is just add in another flex spot. Uh, it just gives – more people in your into your starting lineup, uh, more people to watch on Sundays, more points scored, a little more variance. Uh, I think that it would be pretty positive, but I'm not sure that everyone else feels the same. So, yeah, uh, I I like that one too. I don't really care either way because it doesn't pass. I don't mind at all, but if it does, I think it's fun. So. I could do that. Yeah. Uh, next is changing our bench depth. So right now our bench, has we have seven players on the bench, and that's way too many. Our waiver wire is always really thin. You can hardly ever find a solid player on there. I think if we take it down to five uh, with an IR spot, then that would be ideal. You know, it, it puts 
24 extra players into the waiver pool and just makes it a little more competitive, especially since we'll be doing a free agent acquisition budget this year. Uh, make it, that bidding a little bit more fun every week with more players available. Yeah, I like that one too. Once again, I just don't really see a downside to it, so I'm all in favor. Yeah, and then finally, this one is a little weird, but it's one that I like. I know that Garrett has kicked around a little bit the past couple of years, making every week uh, kind of a two-matchup week where you get a win or a loss based on your head-to-head, and then you get a win or a loss based on whether you finish in the top or bottom six of the league in scoring. This is kind mm-hmm. of a... This is kind of a hybrid of that, where as it stands, we play a few people twice throughout the season. We have repeat matchups. And what I would propose is to remove those repeat matchups. We've got a 14-week regular season, so we play every person in the league once. That's 11 of those 14 games. And then there's three of kind of a battle royale, where... The top six scorers in the league get a win, and the bottom six scorers get a loss. It's all against all. And those weeks would be week one, when you're just getting started. That way, you know, week one is always a little unpredictable. Uh, This would just make it a little kind of fun. You get to start off the season with a win or a loss just based on how many points you score. You don't have to worry about what your opponent's doing. It's just go out and score as many points as possible. Then week seven would also be a battle royale Oh, matchup. so this is – okay, so this is just for the additional regular season weeks that we aren't doing a head-to-head with each person. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and then week seven, so right in the middle of the season, give it a little break from head-to-head matchups and uh, – go again where you're just trying to put up as many points as possible and outscore at least six people in the league and you get a win. And then finally, the very last week of the regular season, week 14. So for those people who are right on the edge of playoffs, they just need a win. Instead of having to worry about a head-to-head matchup, you just go out, put out your best lineup and hope that you score the most points or score more points than six others. Uh, So it would basically just be that, removing those three repeat matchups that we would have to have and making them kind of a battle royale style where you get like a win this. if you if you score well. Guy you knows get a loss numbers. I trust him. Garrett yeah. knows how to make numbers fun. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so that's one that I'm really excited for. I really I don't even know how people are going to feel about it though. Uh, I know that you know, we like I said we've talked about Kind of doing a version of this before, but we'll see. Uh, I think that it could be a big positive. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think this one's, I'd give like a 40 to 50% chance of happening. I think this will be the most <laughs> yeah. uh, debated, the most seriously yeah. viewed uh, yeah. possibility. So I think I'll vote yes. Um, if anybody wants to reach out and talk to me about it, I'm here. I'll listen. So I want to make this happen. All right. So you yeah. said it's like a battle royale, right? A couple of those three weeks of the year. I already know where you're going with this. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm not. That's all I was asking. Thanks. <laughs> okay. All right. I figured you were going to turn it into a Fortnite. 
Oh, I do play. How, how good you are at Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, I got two Battle Royales today, so thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. John, it was a good one. Thank you for talking to me. Um, I just have one more question. How hot is it going to be in Scottsdale this weekend? You know what? There's four seasons in Scottsdale. There's tolerable, hot, really hot. And are you kidding me? (laughs) I thought you said there were only two seasons earlier. Oh, they added two more. (laughs) All right. All right. Not enough to contain the heat. Nope. Global warming. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you, John. I'll talk to you later. I'm going to see you in Scottsdale in just a few days. Looking forward to it. Yeah, let's go fightings. What? That's for the Phillies. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not up to date on my Philly lingo. It's all right. It's all right. As long as you know how to do a middle finger, then you know all of our cheers, basically. <laughs> all right. Well, looking forward to it. I'll see you later, John. All right. See you guys.